Good evening. Today is November 14th, and we are studying the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous. This week's chapter is Into Action, Step 6, and Roberto is our speaker tonight. Thank you so much. I'm going to do the timer. Roberto, how would you like your time? Five minutes. Five minutes, when you have five minutes left? Thank you. Mm -hmm. Thank you. All right. Um, I'm Roberto. I am a compulsive overeater. Um, very grateful to be here. Thank you all for the space and for the opportunity to be of service and, um, you know, the chance to, uh, to learn and to grow. Um, you know, one of my, um, since we're talking about character defects, one of the biggest defects that I have is, is people pleasing and manipulation of, of people's image of me, um, which is, you know, inferiority and, and a feeling that I'm not good enough. Um, so right away when I was asked to speak, I was just, I had to read the sixth step in every, you know, 12 step book that I have. I had to read the a um, couple of other books that talk about six and seven and the big book and, I, and it had to be perfect. I had to take perfect notes um, and I caught myself doing that and um, it was a great opportunity for growth to be able to let that go to um, even, you know, brushing over those books, not to, not so that I could be perfect and, and be seen as perfect or, or respected and loved and accepted in the way that my ego wants to be loved and respected and accepted, but actually read those things to, so that I could be a maximum service so that, you know, I could maybe highlight a couple of things that really pop up to me because of my experience and actually talk about those things. Um, and it was a great, great growing opportunity. So I want to thank you all for that. Um, just to qualify for a little bit, I've been in OA for abstinently for almost two years. Um, I came as an emotional zombie, just wanting to die, just not really wanting to be alive anymore. Um, I was an atheist and uh, my life was a mess, truly a mess. Um, a life that I, I really just didn't want to continue on living. Um, <clears throat> and after being in the programs and, and having a spiritual awakening and experiencing a little bit of growth and transformation, um, spiritual growth and transformation. I also, as a byproduct, got some uh, um, great physical transformation and mental transformation. And I could say that I'm living a life beyond my wildest dreams, not in the sense that I have a perfect life, uh, just in the sense that my life is just good enough, exactly the way that it is. I can, I have the tools um, and, uh, and the power to choose to want to be alive and, 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 and be able to just deal with life as it comes. Um, and wonderful relationships have been amended because of that. Uh, and some other relationships have started because of that. Um, and I truly, truly feel blessed to be able to have an open mind and an open heart and have a, a relationship with a God of my understanding that that's truly just that higher self be, you know, uh, within me. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm right here, buddy. Don't be scared, I'm right here. Um, I was taking a nap and he just woke up. Give me just one second. I'm so sorry. Just a minute. It's okay. I'm right here. Come on. I'm right here. I'm right here. Don't be scared. Go sit on the couch, yeah? Go sit on the couch. 
Yeah, you can sit over there. Go. I'm so sorry. I thought he was out for the night. Um, so, um, yeah, um, that's six. Um, you know, this is my second time working the steps um, in the two years that I've been in program. Um, and I've, not that I didn't work him honestly the first time, I, I worked him as hard as I could with the honesty and, and the awareness that was available to me at that time. Uh, and working the steps for a second time has really been an amazing thing um, to be able to uncover those fears, those other, those other defects that were so um, you know, deep within me that I couldn't even see um, has been amazing. So right now I am working on um, steps nine and 10 again. Um, and the step six and seven were completely different this time. I mean, I am noticing that <clears throat> working step six is not the passive step that I thought it would be. It's very active. It's a very active use of the will. Um, and essentially what I'm doing in step six is, is getting into a colossal battle uh, between the person that I am today and the person that I wish to become, the one that I want to transform into. Um, and accepting that I don't have the power to do it on my own. Um, all I can do is do a little bit of legwork and um, just a ton of love and acceptance. Um, that is how I become entirely ready to have God remove these defects is by loving and accepting myself the way that I am right now um, and recognizing what those defects did for me. Um, you know, the 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 assignment that I had of, of seeing all those defects and, and, you know, why I used them and, and what it cost me was amazing to be able to see what those defects did for me um, and recognizing that they're not, you know, I thought these defects were permanent. I thought they were part of my DNA and, you know, they're not. They were just tools that I used, just like I used the addiction. Um, so I, I like to see these defects, every single one of them, as kind of like as a, as a little addiction. Um, you know, when I when I was in the food, I tried hating and, and chaining myself to change. Um, you know, I, I would put pictures of myself on my phone with comments like, are you kidding me? Really? A hundred pounds overweight? I would chain myself wanting to change. Um, I would um, look myself in the mirror and talk myself to myself in a way that I would never talk to anyone. You know, I would never talk to anyone that way. Um, and it was obvious that I couldn't shame and hate myself into a version of myself that I would love. But then I came in here and I accepted that I was sick. And through the love that I received in these rooms, I was able to love myself a little bit um, and accept myself as I was. And that little love and acceptance was enough for God to turn that into something great and transform my life into this life beyond my wildest dreams that I'm living now. So I believe that being entirely ready to have God remove all these defects of characters is the same. It's me loving and accepting myself the way I am with the greed, the people pleasing, um, the gossiping, um, the judging, the resentment, the anger, all of those things, I accept them. And I, I love myself the way that I am. In, in fact, I love myself so much that I don't want to gossip anymore. I don't want to judge anymore. You know, I don't want to be angry. I want to be free. Um, I don't want to have greed. You know, when my ex-wife shows up in the brand new Tesla and I have to go to her 
half a million dollar house. I, I don't want to feel that way. I really don't. I really don't want to feel my way. I, I just, I, I love myself too much to want to feel that way. Um, but I know that I can change those things on my own. Um, so I ask for God's, you know, um, grace to help me with those things. Um, and, you know, I, um, the best that I can do is, is act as if, um, you know, when I, when I want to gossip, I can choose to, um, I can choose anonymity and just not, not talk about that, about the, the thing that I want to talk about. I could, I could use praise. I could praise the person that I want to gossip about. Um, and that, I mean, doing those things, it takes a lot of courage. It takes a lot of intention. It takes, it takes so much effort because it's just, it's really easy. It's really easy to, to, to give in to the defects. It's really easy to give it to the fantasy and the gossiping and all those things. It takes no effort to do that, but it takes so much effort and, and to, to not do those things, to act as if. And now I see why the book says this is where, you know, which sex it in kind of like a sexiest way, you know, the men for, from, the, from, the, from the boys and I guess the, you know, the women from the boys, from the girls and um, I guess the, the kids from the grown-ups. Um, it takes a lot of actually do step six to, to stay still and, and be uncomfortable and not give in to those things. Um, and, um, you know, one of the biggest defects that I, that I deal with is that greed, um, especially with my ex-wife. I don't know why I have this, this competition with her. Um, and every time those things show up, I have a choice. I can, when I feel inferior, which is where my grid comes from, um, that tells me that I am not good enough, that I should be doing better, uh, that I should be making more money, that I should be working harder. Um, I, const- I, I, right away, I go into grandiosity and I start telling myself, well, I have spirituality. You know, I, I, I'm doing so well. Uh, I meditate and I pray and I'm connected with God. Uh, and then I put myself on the other side of the, of the scale. I go from the inferior to the superior. And at the end, I end up at the same spot. I end up empty um, with that pride that only brings me more shame and gets me in a cycle of, um, you know, just feeling very negatively. Um, so I can choose to be spiritually superior, which is not really spirituality. It's just me fantasizing and acting um, out in a different way. Or I could pray for my ex-wife and ask God to bless her more, to take care of her, um, to make sure that she's provided for, that she's healthy, um, that she's well, uh, and that she gets everything that she needs. And it hurt me so much to say that verse. At the beginning, I didn't want to say it. I really didn't want to say it. Uh, but then the more I said it, I noticed that I wasn't greedy towards other people. These people at work that are doing very well, that show up with, you know, new cars also and talk about investments and, and how well they're doing. I feel happy for them. I really, really feel happy with them. I, I, I do not envy them. I do not feel greed. And that is progress. Um, it's not perfection. I still have the greed problem with my ex-wife. I, you know, I got to work on it. I got to continuously work on it. But I'm accepting it um, just the way that it is. And God will remove that when God feels, you know, see fit. Um, and I just 
I'm just going to continue to sit in the discomfort and deal with it the best way that I can deal with it. Um, trying to um, think what else I wanted to speak about. Um, you know, I, I've been trying this new meditation where um, I'm trying to talk to those parts of myself, um, acknowledge them, see what they want, um, and try to send them away. You know, when this really comes through, um, I try to see it as another part of myself and ask what they want um, and hear them out. And normally what Greg wants is, you know, to make me feel better. Um, it has a purpose for, for, for what it's trying to accomplish. And it tells me that you need to work harder and uh, you need to make more money. Um, and if you do all that, then you will be loved and you will be respected and you will be accepted. And, uh, and, and then I will feel good. And I have a choice to tell Greg that I, I appreciate you. I, I see what you're trying to do for me, and I'm, I'm very thankful for it, but I don't need it anymore. And I, I kindly ask you to just go away. And sometimes I have to do that several days. But it's, it's, a, it's a conscious decision. It's an active use of the will that I'm, that, I'm, that I'm taking to not fall into, into the darkness, to not fall into shame, and, and to not start to live away from the present. And that practice keeps me in the present. And right away, I make it a point to ask God to help me with that. Because, um, you know, I, I did the footwork. Um, and, you know, try not to fall into the fantasy and, and, and all those things that prevent me from moving forward. But ultimately, I don't have the power to remove those things. Only God does. Um, and uh, trying to see if there's anything else here um, that I wanted to... You know, I, I did read from three different books. Um, 12 step books about step six. And um, if there was one thing that I noticed that all the books said it the same way, is that when we were step six, we dedicate ourselves to a lifetime of growth and change. It, it never, I will never achieve perfection. This will never go away. These defects will continue to come back. Um, and I will continue to work on them. And that that in itself is, is part of the imperfect perfection, that it, it doesn't have to be perfect in the sense that it just is what it is. Um, and I get to deal with it. I get to deal with it. I don't have to deal with it. I get to deal with these things. I get to sit in the discomfort um, and ask God for help. And, you know, it's gotten to a point. I wouldn't go as far as saying as I, that I welcome the discomfort, but when the discomfort comes, I don't feel sad anymore. I don't feel angry anymore because I see hope in it. I see hope in the discomfort. I see, well, you know, now I get, to, I get to talk to God. I get to get close to God. You know, I'm not, I'm not gonna get close to God by sipping margaritas at the beach, you know? Like, it, this, this is how I grow. This is how I connect with God. It's by, by being uncomfortable. It's by... Dealing with, minutes, dealing with all these things. Thank you very much. Um, yeah. Um, on page 49 of the uh, 12 and 12 of OA, it says, we, at the end, 
says, we find we can cope with both good times and bad, learning and growing spiritually from each experience as our higher power intended us to do all along, which is you know, exactly what I just, um, what I just went over. When I, when I worked through these things, I, I built a relationship with, with a God of my understanding. Um, and it's amazing to see, to realize when God has removed something, it, it, it's always a, a great discovery. And I don't, I don't see it until months after uh, when I notice that, huh, you know, in a situation like this, I will be gossiping or I will be judging or I will be um, upset. And I'm not upset. You know, I'm, I'm not gossiping. I actually get to, to connect. I, I, feel, I feel sadness sometimes. I, I feel anger sometimes. I feel fear sometimes. But I also feel sympathy for other people. I feel love. Um, I feel joy. Um, I feel sense of accomplishment. Um, I want to I wanna cry when my friends cry. I want to laugh when my friends laugh. Uh, it, it truly is a wonderful gift to, to remove some of those things. I think that blank space, that blank canvas, after some of these things are removed, I, I, I think that is joy. It's not adding, it's, 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 it's removing. Um, but again, just going back to the, the first point that I, that I made, it's not a passive step. It takes a lot of courage. It takes a lot of action. It takes a lot of effort um, to be able to, to be entirely ready. Um, you know, there's, there's not, it's just a little paragraph on the, on the big book. So, um, you know, the first time it, it seemed like you know, well, it's just going to be easy. It's just a decision. Um, it's not. It's a lot of effort. It's a lot of lead work, um, and it's it's work that I I know I'm never going to stop doing. It's just going to continue on for the rest of my life, um, and I'm okay with that. I'm fine with that. So I won't ramble on anymore. I will pass with that, and I thank you all for letting me share. Thank you so much, Roberto. That was awesome. Thank you very, very much. Um, okay, now we are going on to open sharing. And uh, I'll keep on being the timer. I believe it's a three minute share. So let's see, let me look in the participants who was first. Uh, Leslie, you're up. Thank you so much. Um, and thank you for being timer. I have to leave early tonight or I would have volunteered because I love timer. Um, so Roberto, that was a masterclass in self-love and self-acceptance. I am so grateful that as tight as my night is that I came tonight to hear you. And um, I'm just so grateful to have uh, have had envy lifted from me too. Um, what a byproduct, what an amazing byproduct of, um, you know, giving up certain food items and giving up envy. It's like, huh, how does that work? You know, but envy is such a beast and I just don't feel it today. It may return, I don't know, but right now for today, 
I am so thrilled um, with my life. I don't remember a time that I've ever been happier, just completely holistically happier um, in every area of my life. Um, and it's the gift that comes with abstinence. I've been sober and clean a long time. And I've been in and out of this room a long time, not this room, but these rooms um, in this particular program. And um, it just feels like the support here and the, um, the WhatsApp and the teams of people that keep us safe and the outreach, the phenomenal outreach in this group and the recordings are so fantastic for me. Um, I put all of that together and I am never alone. And that's what I was suffering when I moved here from Los Angeles because there was like one OA meeting a week and six people would come. And now I have people from all over the world sharing their experience, strength and hope, sharing their, their, um, their, their suffering and their joy. And it really is a thrill to be here with you guys tonight. Thank you so much for letting me share. Roberto, I, I took your number and I really plan to call you. So I hope you remember my name because I'm calling you. Thank you. Bye. Thank you so much, Leslie. Next up, we have Eileen. Hi, sorry, I wasn't prepared for that. Um, Hi, um, Eileen, um, recovering uh, compulsive overeater. Um, I um, I'm not I'm not doing that great tonight. Um, and I just I wanted to reach out to you guys. Um, I can't. There were ears that weren't here, and now they're back. <laughs> so I can't really share everything, but um, I um, I just. Uh, it's been hard. It's been hard these last few days. Um, I have a lot of illnesses around me and, um, I'm feeling really, um, really alone and isolated and, um, where I used to have support that support is no longer with me, which is like, it's good that that person is no longer, but I used to have that support and, um, it's just a new way of, of dealing with things. And, um, and so, you know, talking about character defects, um, uh, I'm having, I'm definitely in self-pity and, um, I'm not always in self-pity. I mean, if you, we know me, right. Like I'm usually pretty not living in self-pity, but this last few days I've been, I've been kind of feeling sorry for myself and, um, and I'm angry and um, resentful and um, uh, I'm just grateful that like, you know, there's a place I can go and, you know, it doesn't matter what I look like and, and I can just, you know, be myself and, um, um, and then, you know, remembering that I get to lean in to these feelings, you know, that that's such a great, I get to, I get to, what a gift, what a gift to lean in. And, um, I get the range, the whole range of feelings. I get to be all of them in this program. Um, 
and, uh, and that I'm not alone because I do have a higher power and that after this meeting, I can just, you know, let go and just be like, okay, God, you know, you're with me. Cause I've been holding on and not allowing myself to let go. Um, and, and really like powering through and like, you know, I don't need anybody, but yeah, it feels terrible. So um, anyways, I just wanted to connect and tell you guys that I'm really glad to be here. And, and um, Amy, thank you for taking care of everything tonight. And Yvonne and everybody's of service tonight. And um, you guys are amazing. And I love this meeting. And thank you so much. Thank you so much, Eileen. And I need to make an apology here. I skipped Melissa. So that's why you weren't feeling ready, Eileen. So I'm sorry to both of you. Next up, we have Melissa. Um, no apologies, but thank you. Um, hi, I'm Melissa, compulsive overeater, restrictor, and not like the, the, all the things. Um, anyway, um, uh, oh my gosh, that that was such a beautiful, beautiful share. And I just want to say like, you had me at that, like when you're, you're, I think it was your son walked in because like, I think I'm going to like, it's the wrong, I'm going to misquote, but like, it's sort of like the demonstration, um, you know, it's really about um, how we, we show up in our home right? Like that's what the book says is recovery is really about. It's not about how I sound on a meeting because like I've had, I've had that abstinence, right? Where it's just like, I look so good and I sound so good. And then I do that thing to my kids where it's like, get out. Like I need to sound good and look good. And like, yeek. You know, um, and what you said, like, I can't, what was your language? I wrote it down. I couldn't hate myself into someone I could love. I mean, I, that's for years, like, I didn't understand that. I'm like looking in a mirror, hating myself into, I guess, some version of me I thought I could love. And just every part of you just oozed. I think someone used that word before, like love and acceptance. And it just, it sort of felt like what I imagine six and seven should, would feel like, and I'm actually working on steps right now. And so thank you so much for your message. I really appreciated it. Thanks, Melissa. Next up, we have Betty. Hi, I'm Betty S., recovered compulsive overeater. Roberto, thank you for your, your share. You know, it was so good to hear all the things you said and all of the recovery that I hear, all the love and the self-love, you know, coming <laughs> from where we come from, well, I'll speak for myself or where I come from. I, I never really thought I would ever really even hit, have a shadow of self-love within me. But um, you pointed out in st that step six is thing, your character defects 
are being removed and that you're changing and that you'll out, but you'll always deal with them. And I, I, I believe that too. There'll always be some strain of it, some remnants of it. But in the meantime, I'm learning how to, what to do and where to go. As it says in that one little chapter, one little paragraph about step six, out of that whole book, there's that one little chapter. But, you know, it's so important because it says, am I willing to have, have, my, have God take them all? And as I come across these intense emotions, the last two days I've had very intense emotions that formerly before recovery, I just, I could not handle, I could not cope. And so my coping mechanisms were just what you said, Roberto, my character defects, self-pity, self-hate, um, jealousy, greed, you name it, on and on and on, and compulsive overeating the pain of compulsive overeating over all those emotions. But today, um, today, people helped me, fellows helped me work through these emotions, intense emotions, and guess where they directed me to? God, love, God, love. Because that's what it's all about. And maybe it's about loving other people, but I really think that God wants me to turn that love into myself because I am a child of God. I am worthy. Whereas I never even thought for a second that I was. And I ate to overcome those horrible feelings. But today I have the, I have the freedom. I have the chance at freedom to let go of these character defects and know that whatever happens in my life today is the plan as long as I take the steps towards the light. And the light is showing myself and others love. That just seems to be the, the message over and over and over again. So little by little, you know, I'm following the message more and more, working the steps to get through these unpleasant disease, discomforts, emotions that drove me to the food. I have a choice. And today I choose recovery. And the sixth step really opened my eyes to the real, to who I was and who I think my higher power wants me to be. And so for that, I am truly grateful. Thank you so much, everybody who did service. And I'm so grateful to be here tonight. Pass. Thank you, Betty. Next up, we have Meredith. 